1: The program is paid for by the Pittsburgh Technology Council.
0: Now back to more Tech Vibe Radio. Brought to you by the generous support of the Allegheny County Airport Authority at FlyPittsburgh.com. Apogee IT Services at Services.com. Compunetics at Compunetics.com. Plus Consulting at PlusConsulting.com. PNC Bank at PNC.com. PTC Corporate Coverage Group at PGHTech.org. And STLC Partners at SDLCPartners.com. Here are your hosts. The Pittsburgh Tech. Technology Councils, Audrey Russo and Jonathan Kirstein.
1: Oh, goodness. Welcome back, everybody. You are tuned in to Tech Vibe Radio here on News Radio 1020. Katie K.A., Audrey, we have a good old friend. In the you do. We got we a do. good old
0: friend from Rivers Agile here.
1: Absolutely, man. So, Ben, welcome to the show today, man.
0: Ben so, thanks, Wilson. Guys. Ben Wilson from <laughs>
1: Rivers Agile. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. It. You drove all the way in from Cannonsburg. Long haul.
0: It was a long haul. Glad you could do it, man,
1: because (laughs) we're excited. So
0: talk about Rivers Agile. Let's get to the point and let's punch out some of this cool stuff. So
2: let's dive in. So uh, I started this company in 2008 uh, purely as a QA consultancy. Um, And what's QA? Tell us what does QA mean? Quality assurance, specifically software quality assurance, um, is often uh, a problem within an organization because the investment usually comes after software development. You have to build something in order to test it. So oftentimes you end up with um, either subpar uh, QA resources or someone essentially that is just receiving the the builds and making the best they can with the time that's left, right? Instead of having this proactive, hey, I'm going to take a look at your requirements and make sure that they're even testable, you simply get bookended by the date promised to a customer and what time is left. So, um we so you that started with that. You mm-hmm.
0: started like, hey, we're the
2: people that can help you with QA. Right. So if, if you look at what a proactive QA resource can do, you're really talking about efficiencies gained throughout the SDLC. Um, so improving time to market um, reducing defects to get out into production, which, as we all know, can be extremely costly. And which happens and a lot. Oh, totally.
0: And, and actually, we have a culture of expecting that stuff to happen. And we're trying to change that, right? Right. But don't you agree that like there's this pervasiveness in the software industry? We're like, yeah, okay. There, there is, and Broken. it doesn't have to be that way, right? Um,
2: you can put your best foot forward with each release by just implementing some really simple tweaks. So we started out coming in doing some QA assessments. Uh, Two to four weeks, we just basically join your team and start to track some key metrics. That usually identifies uh, a small list of things that we can do to reverse that reactionary mode into one that's uh, proactive.
0: And so this is pre-release? That's
2: right. Okay. That's right. So basically, the further down the line you get within uh, the SDLC, closer to release, the more costly it is to fix it. Uh yeah, because we've almost got a hardened process at that point. Right, right. So Find so, the bugs early. Find bugs early, save money. That's exactly easy. right. Yeah. Okay, so you started that way, but that's not how you are today. No, no. Actually, in 2014, we started to do custom software development. Um, and really, and how did you make that switch over? You're,
1: you're finding bugs in the software. So obviously, bugs, you know how to build it if you know how to find name. the bugs in it, right? right? It's
2: really building a good name. Uh, I was brought in to do uh, an assessment on a current project that really wasn't going well. And Like, uh, bring in brand He's bring to Right, He's find Right, tell around. me what's wrong. What's going yeah. on with my investment? And so just asking some pointed questions about what they're doing, about unit testing and quality assurance and um, how their uh, release process went. Um, we were able to uncover, really, that the vendor that they had selected just wasn't big enough to really handle it. It was a pretty large project. So we ended up taking it on, building a team around that. And um, so now that we're starting to do custom software development, that really proved to be a, a pretty big rocket for the company. And we really started to build... Um, uh, a culture. You got a cool culture. I was at your offices
1: a few weeks ago. Thank you. In Cannonsburg. And you walk in there, the Star Wars stuff is there. You got like the darkened room, you guys are coding. It just seems like a fun place to work. Yoda's our receptionist. Yoda's your receptionist. I mean, I I, I felt like I needed to bring a couple of lightsabers with me.
2: Well, there's plenty for you to grab off the shelf. And
1: I noticed them around the shelf. So it seems like you have a lot of fun there, but you're doing some serious work, but having a good time while
2: doing it. We are. We're we're a company that believes, uh, number one, in engineering excellence, right? But if you build a company um, without taking the typical corporate approach, right, and just break down those walls... and. Get great engineers and build a company from that. What do you need uh, in terms of support to do that work really well and to over-deliver?
0: So what does that mean to break down the walls?
2: So a lot of times in a more corporate environment uh, in in tech, you are um, basically a service provider and you're not really given a chance to express um, maybe what are best practices or um, or guidance in terms of maybe you see a problem coming down down the line four months from now, but... Uh, essentially you really have no leeway to to affect anything where at rivers you're given a voice and we expect you to use it
0: right i love um, it really man.
2: powerful things happen we have sort of a den area that we uh designed for the for the company and when we get together you have people you have front end devs back end devs you know ux folks qa everyone together really makes a pretty powerful uh, brainstorming session, whiteboarding session. So, so, Q, you, solve problems so really.
0: you move from QA into software development, mm-hmm. and then your company really starts to take off again.
2: Right, right. So the, so the name gets bigger, right? If you, if you always deliver, even at the, the expense of the company, and, and do what you said you would do, people come back to you. And, and that's how we measure success, by having repeat business, right? Anyone can convince somebody But well, They know kind. you're a trusted partner at that time. So, that so, you're going so to people are it listening.
0: Yeah. Why would they call you right now?
2: So right now, um, we actually have a, a number of different uh, offerings. So we have, we still have the QA consulting that's very much alive within our organization. But we actually translated that into our custom software development by offering a 12-month warranty on anything we do for you. Um, that gives people an assurance that Your we QA will be is that good, that QA, is, know, that. QA is that good? Our QA is that You know that it's going
1: to be flawless design. So we,
2: and, and we will miss something eventually, right? It does happen. That's just, that's just life. And our promise to you is we'll fix it for free. Exactly right. So... Now, you've also taken that QA stuff and now
1: as a service. This mm-hmm. is very unique in the marketplace to actually say we can provide this as a service to, to
2: somebody. Right. So, so we just launched the uh, quality assurance as a service. And what that really is is we come into an organization. We understand what, what systems simply cannot be down, mission-critical items. If you were at a law firm, your document management system simply cannot be down right before you go into litigation, right? So what we do is we come in, automate some test scripts for things that must be working every day. We run those every night and we provide insight to you in in the morning um, about exactly what might be wrong today. Um now that's very valuable information. Instead of reacting, let's say you have a help desk internally, you should not be hearing about the problem from your your either internal or external. You got to be in court in half an hour. And that's right. like, I got to print you, some documents. You get in front of that issue and you 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 contact them and say we have an issue. It'll be fixed in the next 30 minutes. It's just being super and just proactive that simple
1: tweak. Yeah.
2: Makes everybody feel so much better and it also saves a ton of money. Um, and so, so we actually partnered with Expedient on this. Um, that they have a great yeah, name. That's here in great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, know those um, guys quite well. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're excellent, and they um, they have a, a very good name here in Pittsburgh for so sure.
0: what kinds of things have surprised you over the last two years? I mean, you you are a startup guy. I mean, you, you know, you've done a, ser- right. a service. even so it's still startup.
2: One one thing that's really surprised me. Last time I was here, we talked about this uh, code school. Yes. Right? Web yes. development. And quality assurance boot camps, right? pretty unique to the to the city. Uh, it's certainly not a unique model to the, to the United States. But one thing that really surprised me is I really underestimated how excited people would get. Um, number one, uh, people are looking for an alternative pathway, not a four-year program to right. get into the industry. Dive this in deep for weeks, like for 12, 12 weeks. 12 weeks to get ready for an entry-level job. Get
1: the exact skills you need for that entry-level job. That's
2: right. We're also getting interest um, from sta- some of the state schools. That makes total sense. You know, pre-earned credits towards your bachelor's degree. That's something we're working on right now. Um, but also, uh, just at the corporate level, asking for a unique custom curriculum built to their needs. Right? Uh, so, so, they're actually seeing an you as some of the right.
1: curriculum for them. Yep. Very interesting.
2: So in February, we have an Angular 2 course that we'll be providing to a client um, that's tailored to their, their dev organization.
0: So. Wow. And so, you've grown in people too. I mean, how many you've grown? Oh,
2: when we finished 2014, we were uh, five, six people. Uh, we and we grew all the way up to thirty. Um, How uh, do you keep
0: cool. your culture? You know, because it's really not just about your decorations and your it really is and yeah. your you know, gaming. all that stuff. It's is just not. But, the but idea, not. but but empowering
1: is, people, as you said before, and having them having a voice—that's the culture. And if you add more people to that, it becomes more complicated. So right. that's got to be tough to maintain that culture. And
2: well, not if you have the right people. Um, what I, a common phrase that I use um, within the office is having the right foundational people. And that's what we have right now. Okay, ones that we can build off of, ones that understand um, what good engineering can yield and what um, over delivering really means, right? And so, if you have those people, then you can build anything you want from there. For sure. Now that makes um, sense. We we're very selective at who uh, who joins the organization. um, And so, using our
1: predictive index. Services right, so the, the next time I'm here, we'll talk about those results.
2: Right? Absolutely, man. <laughs> right.
1: I'm just saying, so, man.
2: Like it's that. That's why. We no, know it's that important. stuff matters because you know, you know, one one bad egg can really upset any good culture, right? Mm-hmm. But particularly
0: you know, anything under fifty people.
2: Exactly right, and I think that you know, if you were to grow by you know you know, several multitudes, it would be hard to keep that culture as well, just based on scale. Oh, yeah. You couldn't grow to 250 people and be the same company. Right. It's just hard. So when will you hit 250 people? (laughs) What time is it? Yeah, I was going to say like, uh, oh, next week. Honestly, probably no, that's not really the goal. The goal is to continue to to provide that high-end engineering.
0: So what are you hiring right now?
2: We are. We're looking to build our our QA staff. Um, That is a a need that um, is really kind of constant for us um, because it's a unique offering that we have to be able to come in and not just provide a QA person, but provide a QA consultant that really can help drive change. That's some really cool so stuff.
0: So do you do anything for fun?
2: Yeah. When do, when this do you have is time? fun. I, <laughs> do you realize how much fun this has been building this? <laughs> of right? course,
1: but fun outside of work. I know you showed us a great picture of you and your family at, at the, uh, so the Penns game. So I am an
2: avid Penns fan, yes. absolutely, and I <laughs> successfully converted my two daughters into Penns fans as well. Wow. So. That's an accomplishment yeah. to have your two daughters loving the Pens. You well, they're be... playing so well, it's, uh,
1: <laughs> it's not hard.
0: And so we are, we are here having the pleasure of talking with Ben Wilson of Rivers Agile. He's absolutely. built this organization. I guess your website is riversagile.com? Correct. Okay. And so if you're interested in understanding more, more about quality assurance and building Anything almost. I mean, mobile.
2: Mobile and web are really our sweet And our web sweet spots. spots, right.
0: Yeah. And um, uh, this is a group that's actually out in Cannonsburg mm-hmm. working heads down and having fun while they're doing it and growing rapidly.
2: That's right. And one thing to note, um, in February, we're actually hosting an event at the Tech Council um, talking about uh, mobile applications and how to how to drive the decision of whether to build uh, a native application. Or to get something or, off the shelf and hybrid. coming. Yeah. Right. And so When's that know, happening? that's a big decision. What's, what's that's February the, 18th. Ah, that's um, just right so, around the corner then. Uh, mm-hmm. I would so, encourage everyone to check that out. Check us out on Twitter. We'll be uh, sending out reminders and event and event invites. Very, very cool.
1: All the way around, so Ben.
0: Thanks, Ben. Thanks yeah. for the Thank work you for that you me. do. Keep thanks tone, for building it.
1: Tone the good work down there in Cannonsburg. Because like, like I said, I was blown away. I went to your office. I'm like, you yeah, have such a cool place going on here. So much fun, but doing such
2: cool work. We well, need we need twenty more of you here. Absolutely, doing what you're doing. The, the fun thing about that office is we actually, as a team, designed that layout. And, yeah, um, you know when you do that as a, as a sort of a team building exercise, it really that's a great yields idea. yields pretty yeah. interesting things, first of all. But um, you know, really. Um, it's, it's just another example of us working together to build something great.
1: Good stuff. RiversAgile.com. Go check them out. That was Ben Wilson. This has been Jonathan Kirsting.
0: And this is Audrey Russo. We're from
1: the Pittsburgh Technology Council, and we have like 1,200 other companies just like Ben's out there doing really great work. We use Tech Vibrated to put that spotlight on them every single Friday. Keep your dial tuned right here. We'll be right back after this quick break.